there's interest in digital health solutions across the board. I mean, having an app for you know diabetes um, is equally important because now it's harder for people with you know diabetes and other chronic conditions to get their health care because they can't necessarily go to a doctor's office. So there's just dozens of different uh, interesting digital health solutions at the moment. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Digital Health Entrepreneurship with Lawrence Gerard. If you're new here, my name is Seth Silvers and I'm here with Lee Black and Lawrence Gerard. And today we are actually going to talk about COVID-19. We have mentioned it on almost every episode. We've talked about Fruit Street's new telemedicine service, COVID.com. And today we wanna dive into how is COVID-19 changing the healthcare industry, specifically the digital health industry. And so Lawrence, just, I know there's so much we could talk about, but um, give us some of your initial thoughts just on like what's going on right now with COVID-19 in regards to digital health. The biggest thing that's happened is that Medicare has finally started paying for telemedicine at the patient's home, which they have never done. This is the thing that the telemedicine industry has been waiting for for decades. And so that's probably the biggest thing that's happened in terms of reimbursement. Uh, but obviously, it's completely shifted the structure of society where everybody's staying at home. And that's having effects like people aren't exercising, they're not eating correctly, they're very stressed. And so a lot of the healthcare system is focused on just dealing with the direct effects of COVID-19. But as a result, there's a lot of indirect, uh, unintended consequences, I would say which are things like people are ignoring more routine medical care than not taking care of themselves in terms of their diet and lifestyle. Uh, but I'm sure that we could discuss, you know, many different topics in this episode, but those are some of the uh, big picture things that I'm seeing. What are some of the um, digital entrepreneurs and their companies that you're really excited about you, that you, that you read about and, and want to learn from well, some of the things that are happening in the industry that's really exciting you at the moment? I mean, certainly looking at what all the big telemedicine companies are doing, like Teladoc, MD Live, Doctor on Demand. I mean, they've all built kind of uh, COVID nineteen triage services. I mean, that's also what we're doing with, you know, COVIDMD.com as well. Um, so it's certainly interesting to observe what's going on there. But then also you have these benefits navigation portals like Virgin Pulse, for example, and ShareCare, where they are trying to, you know, provide solutions to self-insured employers and health plans who uh, are interested in how do they kind of get their workforce back to work. Um, and so, but I, but I think just like there's interest in digital health solutions across the board. I mean, having an app for, you know, diabetes um, is equally important because now it's harder for people with, you know, diabetes and other chronic conditions to get their health care because they can't necessarily go to a doctor's office. So there's just dozens of different uh, interesting digital health solutions at the moment. When, uh, when did you realize, uh, as this whole thing was emerging, you know, early 2020, that this was going to have some lasting, like big lasting impacts, like potentially revolutionize the healthcare industry? Like, was it right away when you heard about it and thought maybe this is coming over to America? Or was there like a moment where you're like, oh my gosh, this is, this is going to change a lot of things? 
I, I really wasn't paying attention to it until it started impacting my personal life and it was on national television. Uh, so it was around March 15th when I, I believe that's around the time when President Trump and the head of you know CMS got on national television saying that they were going to pay for telemedicine across the board. So that certainly you know, got my attention. Um, and I started to see people wearing masks in New York City and that kind of thing. But I didn't necessarily view it as um, this will you know, permanently change the healthcare system because I just viewed it as kind of like a national emergency that we should try to help with. But then you started seeing you know, legislation change uh, where, where states like Massachusetts passed telemedicine parity laws um, and other people started to talk about how this is going to permanently change the healthcare system. And I suppose when I started to realize that this is not going to be you know, a 90-day thing, this might be a two-year problem. Um, started to get me thinking about it. Um, but, um, I, and then I, I guess I just started to realize that we were having like hundreds of doctors per day contacting us. We've had over 5,000 doctors contact us in the last 45 days. Hmm. And so I started to realize that there was almost like a cultural shift in terms of, you know, doctors being forced to do telemedicine, patients being forced to do telemedicine. And once you have the cultural shift, that's what results in a, um, legislative shift. And, and now you have not just, you know, President Trump, but like Governor Cuomo talking about telemedicine being the solution. So um, I, I guess when the um, politicians were getting on TV saying that this is the future of healthcare, that's what got me kind of uh, interested in what the long term effects were going to be. Right. And I mean, it makes, I wouldn't say you're lucky, but initially, like you're on a side of this where like telemedicine, it, it's really drastically moving telemedicine forward. Um, but you could very well be in another industry that's being destroyed by COVID-19 and stuff. So uh, how do you think like telemedicine aside, Fruit Street aside, what are some other ways that this is impacting just healthcare and how people interact with health that you think are going to last? Well, um, I think the uh, kind of digital wellness and diet and lifestyle solutions are going to become more popular. Um, did you guys gain weight in the last month? I, I know I certainly did. <laughs> I mean, everybody... Quarantine 15. Oh, is that what they're calling it now? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, things like Peloton, things like Fruit Street, where you have a virtual wow. dietitian. I think the at-home food delivery services like Purple Carrot and Daily Harvest are going to become more popular. Um, I mean, I, I can't even imagine the um, billions of pounds of weight that this country has gained, if not trillions. Um, I mean, imagine if every American gained 10 pounds, I mean, you're talking about like 3 billion pounds of weight gain. So I think that, um, that's a whole big problem where like obesity was already a bad enough problem in this country. And now it's even worse. Yeah. And, uh, like, what are the effects of telling people to stay at home when that's already what they were doing? Um, and, and I think, you know, there's been a lot of studies showing that, you know, chronic diseases like obesity have been, you know, correlated with people that, um, are getting hospitalized as a result of COVID-19. So I think that um, it's an interesting question, like how long do you keep the country shut down in terms of balancing, you know, the other health problems that you're causing by telling people to, to stay at home. So uh, we will see what happens with that. You see any um, massive changes in employer-employee relationships in terms of that are caused by this pandemic, you know, such as employers, being more willing to pay for 
you know, sick leave or you've heard, you mentioned your know, share care and you mentioned uh, Virgin Pulse. You know, what, what are your thoughts on these sort of um, employee benefits? Well, I mean, certainly everybody is working from home now. And I think that there's some companies that will just continue working from home because they'll start to realize that maybe their physical office wasn't necessary. I mean, I think companies like WeWork, these co-working spaces are going to get killed. I mean, um, I mean, I know that we certainly tried to cancel our lease at WeWork because who knows when it's going to be like 100% safe to go back into the office. And you know, why would you bother having a physical office if your employees are digital workers? I think that Google said that uh, they're going to have their employees work from home until the end of the year. I mean, if you work in an industry where you have to be you know, there in person, that, that makes sense. But at some point, obviously. But if you are just a digital worker, I don't think it makes sense to, you know, go back to work until there's a vaccine or we've really gotten this much more under control because it's just unnecessary risk. Um, and, and so because of that, I think that employers will have to rethink adopting digital health solutions. For example, a lot of big companies have on-site primary care clinics. Well, the, those are now irrelevant because nobody's going to be at the office. So, or they'll have on-site gyms or on-site daycare and that kind of thing. Well, now all of that has to become a digital health solution. Yeah, I, I there was an interesting uh, thing that happened. This was maybe like a month ago, where uh, my wife and I, one of our friends, lives with us, and uh, we were like FaceTiming someone or something. And then we heard our roommate and she'd like cut her finger and she was like, guys, I think I need, I like, I need to go get stitches. Um, but she, there, it was like this huge dilemma because she was like, well, I don't really want to go to the hospital and necessarily expose myself to, um, to COVID-19. And so we were like, okay, well, like maybe we could just go to the pharmacy and get like some like surgical glue or like some butterfly stitches, but all of the, it was like nine o'clock on the dot. So like all the pharmacies and grocery stores had already closed. So it was this really weird place where like normally it would be something where it's like, oh yeah, I'm going to go engage with the health system. But now I think, and I've heard of a lot of stories of like little minor things that people normally would go into a hospital for that I, I wonder if, are we going to go back to that? Or are people for a while just going to be like, oh, I, I don't need to go unless it's something serious, which impacts revenue. It impacts like, I mean, like hospital, a lot of hospitals in more rural areas where it's not like an outbreak level, like they're on the risk of shutting down because their revenue is down 50% from a year ago. And so it's, it's really fascinating to see like how just even psychologically all of the impacts that that have happened because of it. Yeah, and telemedicine is a great way to, to prevent unnecessary emergency room visits. Imagine if you're a self-insured employer and you can pay $50 for your employee to talk to a doctor yeah. instead and of a $2,000 fun- ER visit. Yeah. And the funny thing is I like we took pictures and we started texting one of my friends who's a PA who's opening a clinic in our town and stuff. So we digitally reached out to a medical professional to see what we should do. Yeah, that, that links to me with me. Uh, like one of the biggest myths about uh, telehealth is that you can't do physical exams. Correct, we can't do every single physical exam that you know, a physician right in front of you can do on your body, but you can do multiple inspections that are just visual you know, via the camera or, or for photos. Well, another intense episode, Lawrence. Thanks so much, Lawrence. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Digital Health Entrepreneurship with Lawrence Gerard. If you haven't already, take a look at some of our other episodes and leave a review on your favorite podcasting platform. 
We will see you tomorrow on Digital Health Entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm.